Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching, yoga, or wellness business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Denise Veneri. Welcome back to the podcast. So I hope you guys had a great week. I know that I did. Um, I actually had a really phenomenal week. It was a great week of coaching all of my clients. I just have to give a shout out to every single one of them, setting new goals, hitting goals, and really just I'm in complete awe of every single one of them. Just so much appreciation. And because they are just so incredible. I have tasked myself with leveling up even more as a coach. I think that is a responsibility of a coach is to continue to challenge yourself to be an even better, stronger coach for your clients. And I have to say all of my clients inspired this series of podcasts. So I'm going to be doing a couple of podcasts on basically setting your goals and hitting them. And I'm calling this special series, Making the Shift Happen. So the first episode is all about setting your goals and hitting them. And I want to begin first with even before you set a goal, you do want to take a moment and reflect on what you've already created. So this would be what did you create in your business last year? Now, even if you did zero, because maybe going forward, this is going to be your first year, that is totally fine. Just acknowledge that that's where you are. So of course, there may be other goals that you have for your business, but all of my clients are purpose-driven entrepreneurs who want to transition into full-time entrepreneurship. So many of them have the goal of resigning from their job by a particular time, and that often requires a revenue goal. But even if they don't want to resign, if you have a business, you should have a revenue goal. So clear goals are important because they give our brain something to focus on, something to measure whether or not what we are doing is working and what changes we should be making and when we should make those those changes. Because your revenue is in your control. But if you don't have a goal, you will think your business is out of your control, that it's dependent on outside circumstances, which is not true. So this is one of the first things I work on with my clients. I ask them to set goals for their business. It doesn't matter when we start working together. And I'm always fascinated when I ask them what they created last year and what they want to create this year. And they tell me they don't know. It really shows me where their mind is at. And then with that, we get to work setting some goals. So now you may have a bunch of goals for your business, but I suggest that you pick one for yourself to focus on and let it be the filter that you pass a lot of your decisions through for the remainder of your year. So mostly at a year end, you want to reflect on the past year and use that as information for the following year. It's just data, but it is not indicative of what you can create next year. Okay, so we look at the past just as information and data, but it is not indicative. It's not 
evidence of what you can create in the future. So don't get too caught up on what you have created in the past. So you're going to want to get those numbers. And like I said, even if you have nothing, like you have no revenue from last year, that's totally fine. Okay, so whatever your goal is, you can just follow along and use your own goal for today. So looking at last year, what did you create in your business? And then looking forward, what would be an appropriate goal for you to set next year? And what do I mean by appropriate? So it has to be something that your brain can latch onto. Like it's in the realm of possibility, but gives you maybe a little nervous feeling, a little bit of excitement and nervousness. I usually get like, um, I explain it to my clients as maybe like butterflies or those flutters in your chest, right? A little bit of nervousness. If your brain though can't even fathom the goal that you're now setting, it's not a good goal to set because your brain won't get to work to figure out how to create it. It's too far out of the realm of possibility where if you check in with your body and you get that nervous, excited feeling, It's stretching you, but it's still within the realm of possibility for your brain. So it will actively find ways to go ahead and go after that goal. And on the other side, if your goal, if your brain is like, I 100% got this, then chances are you aren't setting a big enough goal. So you just want to check in with where you're at on the goal that you're setting for yourself for next year. And you'll know it's appropriate when it feels like it's a little bit of a stretch. It's stretching your mind. It's going to be stretching you. Okay, that's how you know it's a really good goal. Now, once you have that goal, go ahead and write it down on a piece of paper. And I want you to write down on a scale of one to 10, how committed or confident are you in hitting that goal? So you write down your goal, your revenue goal, or maybe it's a client goal. You might have a number of clients that you want to serve or a number of programs that you want to sell or courses, whatever your business model is. And you're going to write that down as your goal. And then on a scale of one to 10, how committed or confident are you to hitting that goal next year? Whatever the first number that comes to mind is, is the number. And don't feel bad about the number. The number is just information. And so we don't want to beat ourselves up if we're not a 10. Actually, the number doesn't really matter unless you gave it a 10. Because if you gave it a 10, then I would check that your goal, like maybe it's not big enough, that it's going to stretch you or you're not really being honest about your level of commitment and confidence. So just check in if you gave yourself a 10. Anything other than a 10, I want you to look at as it being informative. So why did you give it that number? That's where the information is coming from. What are all your thoughts about this goal for next year that you gave it the number that you did? Okay, so... Whatever the number is, you want to get it all out. You want to get all your thoughts out of your brain about that goal. So if it's a stretch goal, your brain is going to offer you objections. Anticipate the objections and don't make it mean anything about you or your goal. Like, of course, your brain is going to have objections. You are trying to do something you've never done before and your brain might have its little like freak out moment, but that's good news. (laughs) So you actually want your brain to reveal all of its objections to you. Why? Because that's where your work is. It is through the objections. Your brain is literally giving you a roadmap to achieving the goal. 
So in some weird way, your brain is kind of doing you a favor by providing you all of these objections because the objections are literally the steps you would need to take to get the goal. It's kind of fascinating. So I like thinking about every time my brain offers me an objection, I'm like, thanks, brain, for doing me a favor because now I know exactly where my work is. I don't have to guess. (laughs) My brain provided it to me through an objection. So it's actually giving me the strategy. So for example, if this is confusing you, (laughs) let me give you an example. Let's just say one of your objections is, but you don't know how to meet clients or you don't know where to meet clients. Then you know that's an objection, right? So you know that part of your strategy to achieve the goal is to figure out ways to meet potential clients. So one of the things that you can do is offer a solution to this objection and like maybe brainstorm ways to meet potential clients and then try to meet them in all of those places and then evaluate whether or not that strategy is working and why. So each and every objection is actually a strategy that you can use. You're going to create a strategy to meet that objection because that is a step on the way to getting your goal. Okay. And of course, right? Like if you think about Well, I don't know where to meet clients. Of course, you've never met clients before. You won't know how. So that's obvious, right? So you're going to need to figure it out if that's one of your objections. If it's not an objection, right, then it can't stop you from moving forward. The only way it's truly going to be an objection is if you accept it as being one. But if you turn that objection into a strategy, it's actually going to propel you forward, right? So let's just say another objection you might have is, I won't have enough time to create my business while I'm working full-time. So what gift is your brain giving you here in this case, right? So let's just say this was my objection. I might think, oh, it's telling me I need to have boundaries with my time. I need to set up a clear schedule to work on and in my business. So the thought, I won't have enough time, is telling me that I actually have to create that time to work on my business, right? So now, are you going to be able to turn all of your objections into a clear action plan? No, but at least you know it's something for you to work on. So let's just say, I don't have a niche. It's The answer to that one is not just pick one. (laughs) So what? Then you don't have a niche. You can let that one evolve as you take action towards your goal, right? So the solution to that one is not necessarily taking a specific action. It's actually just not letting it be a problem. Okay, so essentially you want to turn every single one of the objections that your brain gave you into exactly what you need to work on rather than you believing your brain's objection. Okay, so let's just recap so far. You're going to set a goal. You're going to check in with your belief on a scale of one to 10 and ask yourself why that number and then allow your brain to provide all the objections that it has. Then you will take each and every one objection and turn them into the roadmap to achieving the goal. Okay, next, you can ask yourself, what would you have to believe to make that belief number a 10? So if you were a seven, what would you have to believe about yourself to make it a 10? And write it down. If you struggle with this, you can imagine like future you who has hit the goal. So take yourself to this time next year and you're looking back and you're reflecting and you've hit the goal. Imagine what future you is thinking about you in that very moment, like you hit the goal, right? What are you thinking about yourself in that moment? And how 
do you think you're going to feel? Okay. So you're looking at your revenue and maybe you're like certain that you hit the goal. That might be a feeling that you have. So those thoughts and feelings that future you would have, they're available to you right now. You can start stepping into that version of you right now. You don't have to wait for the circumstances, right? You don't have to wait for that revenue goal to be hit in order to start thinking and feeling and taking action like her. So essentially, you have to believe first before you see it, and it doesn't really work the other way around. So over the last few episodes, I've gone over my primary coaching tool, the model, So I'm just going to remind you of it very quickly that our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings drive our actions and our actions and inactions determine our results. So we can say essentially that our thoughts create our results and our reality, right? So in order for us to have the goal we want, we first have to believe in it, okay? So um, you can start thinking and feeling like the you that has the goal right now and take action from there. Your results will inevitably catch up with you. So one thought I love, and I fully, fully believe it, is it's inevitable. My goal is inevitable. And I really, really believe that. And you're more than welcome to borrow that one if you'd like it. So after you do this work, go ahead and take the annual goal that you set. So whether it was a revenue goal or a client number or courses sold, depending on your business model, take that annual goal. I'm assuming it's a revenue goal, okay? It really doesn't matter. I then ask my clients to break it down further. So you're going to have three numbers, an annual goal, a quarterly goal, and a monthly goal, okay? So you'll take the annual goal and break it down by four to get the quarterly goal because there are four quarters in a year. And then you're going to take that number and divide it by three to get your monthly goal. Now, that number, that monthly goal, that monthly number is representative of how much you would have to create per month to hit your overall annual goal. So if we use the six figures as an example, annual goal 100K, quarterly goal 25K, monthly goal 8.3K. And it's important to break it down to monthly goals because sometimes the annual goal seems like really big and really vague. And we're like, I have no idea how I'm going to create that. And our brain has this like freak out moment like it probably just did before. But when you break it down to like a quarterly goal or a monthly goal and you get really, really specific, you often get really specific about how you're going to hit that goal. It becomes much more feasible to the brain. So you can start asking yourself, okay, if my monthly goal is 8K, how many packages am I going to have to sell? Or how many private sessions? How many programs or courses? or How many clients would I need to create to hit that monthly goal? So you also need to know what is your offer? How much do you charge? What's your price for your program, your course, or private sessions? And you want to have that really clear because then it's just math. Like it's literally math. Okay. And write it down because now you have a clear plan of what you need to create each and every month to hit your goal. So let's just say, for example, you might need between four and five 2K clients per month. What are your thoughts about that? And again, each objection is the roadmap to hitting that monthly goal. So you can do that belief scale all over again, scale of one to 10. I need between four and five 2K clients to make 
8K. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm a 7. Why? Here are all my thoughts. Oh, those are all the objections. I know those objections are actually the strategy I need to follow in order to hit my goal. And that's your work. It's also your work to stay in belief of your goal the whole time. Now, you might go back and forth between stepping in belief and stepping out, but it's really your work to keep coaching yourself to stay in belief because your belief of the goal is the thoughts that are going to drive your feelings and actions, which will eventually help you get the result that you're after, right? So if your thoughts create your results, you want to be mindful of the kinds of thoughts that you're thinking and are your thoughts indicative of your belief? Okay, so you want to try to stay in belief of your goal the whole time, even when, even when you don't hit your monthly goal. So remember, you're averaging eight per month. So what does it matter, right? Like, let's just say you make 2K in January. What if you stay in belief of the goal and by May, you're like consistently making 10K? Are you going to care that in January you made 2K? Probably not. But a lot of people get caught up in the it's not working, like those early months where they're trying to hit that monthly goal and they quit on themselves and their goal. When it's just math, it's literally math and it's not personal. The math isn't personal. So instead of letting it derail you, you can just evaluate what happened. You can ask yourself, okay, my goal was getting four clients at 2K this month and I didn't hit that goal. So what worked last month? What worked that I want to keep doing this month? What didn't work? Okay, this didn't work. Do I want to try something else? What can I do next month? But when you get all caught up in the it's not working, your brain doesn't look for opportunities on how to try something different going forward. It doesn't use the not hitting the goal that month as feedback, as information. And it actually doesn't mean that you're not going to hit your overall goal, yet our brain sometimes will offer us that. So you want to stay in belief of the goal even when, okay? And you want to be honest, right? And be specific when you are doing evaluations. Like maybe you evaluate and you realize that there were some things that you could try differently next month. And maybe you realize you stepped out of belief for a whole week. (laughs) And so that you want to get that Um, You want to be honest and be specific as possible because that's going to give you a ton of information that's going to be useful to your business. So let's recap with another rundown. You set a goal, you check in with your belief on a scale of one to 10 and ask yourself why that number. Allow your brain to provide all the objections that it has. Turn every single one of those objections into the roadmap to achieving the goal. You're going to break down that goal into smaller goals, so annual, quarterly, and monthly. Knowing your current offer, price, for example, and how long you work with people, right? How many of those would you have to sell per month to hit that goal? And then what are your thoughts about that monthly goal? Turn those objections into a monthly plan. And then you evaluate every single month of like what worked, what didn't work, and what are you going to do differently going forward? What can you try next month that you haven't tried this month? And you don't want to try like 10 things, like one or two things, just to see what is and isn't working. And don't take it personal. It's just math. 
and stay in belief of your goal. Stay in belief and commitment to it. So as promised, this episode wasn't just about setting your goals. It was also about hitting them. And so what can you do to ensure that you hit your goal? You actually have to let go of it. What? I know. (laughs) So I'm going to be diving into that one on the next episode in which I promise a special series. So I'm going to be releasing the episode tomorrow. In the meantime, set your annual, quarterly, and monthly goal. Get your roadmap from your objections and keep making some epic shifts. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I want to invite you to learn about coaching with me. Set up a time by going to denisefineri.com forward slash consult. We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.